What's wrong with you people? I'm serious. I mean, this is what's wrong with the Christian church today. We don't know who God is, and we don't know who we are. Welcome to the Faith Over Fiat podcast, conversations at the intersection of faith and Bitcoin. We believe in the power of freedom, financially and spiritually. Hey everyone, this is Adam, also known as Hoddleberry, and with me today is Southern California Bitcoiner, Brian Harrington. Brian, thank you for joining me today. First off, I want to say you are my beardspiration, if that's a thing. Uh, I've, yep. I've tried I've tried to go long, and my wife doesn't mind it super, you know, long, but like, I, I've never gone, I've never gone like braidable, con, you know, braidable style yep. length yet. So, you know, how, how, how do you feel? First, before we get into Bitcoin. Beard. You, know, you have to start with the beard. Yeah, so this is definitely the longest, this is the longest the beard has ever been. And I noticed that like going on camera, it's way better to wear like black t-shirts. Like, cause I used to just like not care what I wore all this stuff. But like you can, the stage that I'm at right now of like trying to get it longer is I'm sacrificing kind of like thickness a little bit. And so it definitely is like see-through here at the bottom. So I'm trying to fix that up. And I'm also trying to currently grow my mustache over my mouth so that you could just like, so yeah. it's just like one solid thing. So those are both my transitionary things right now. But no, like fun story is my wife and I met on a dating app for guys with beards. So it has been like a thing. Like, and I have the picture of like me working in politics with no beard and now me working in Bitcoin with a beard. So no, it's like, it's definitely part of, part of the mission. I have found that based women typically like men with beards. Uh, and when I've, when I've threatened to, to just kind of start over and trim my beard now, I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of white in here. My wife has said, no, I want a man. I don't want a little boy. So for, <laughs> so for any, of, any of you uh, guys out there that are looking to, to find a good woman, um, beards are, are the way to go. There's, it helps. Definitely. Definitely. We have two. The plural of uh, anecdote is data. So just so you know. <laughs> So Brian, thanks for coming on. Um, we have, uh, me and you have talked uh, a little bit over the years about various things. I know you are, you are an evangelist, so to speak, for for Bitcoin. Uh, I've seen a lot of the stuff that you've been doing as far as going to bars, restaurants, uh, trying to get people to be onboarded. I, th I think that's amazing. Um, so I really wanted to to pick your brain a little bit. Oh, and we have met in person, uh, Bitcoin twenty twenty two, in Miami, uh, this past year, and. But I wanted to pick your brain a little bit about um, how you came to faith, so to speak, in in Bitcoin, and also tell me a little bit about your your personal uh, views, values, theology, and kind of how those two things fit together. Yeah, yeah. So i I personally love the topic of thinking about like I'm like I grew up a Christian, I grew up like Baptist church, and I grew up like um, kind of what I would call just like. T typical American evangelical like church and uh, that to me and it also not mega churches like my experience was growing up in like I was a part of doing the church like I would show up early help set up chairs help up the help set up the pipe and drapes like I was a part of very just for the because of the towns we were in and just because of who my parents were I was a part of like 80 90 110 you know like group people, churches that would meet in schools or meet in community centers or whatever. And so that's what I grew up as a part of. And so then like later in life, and I can wrap all this together because my just kind of my faith 
my faith and just kind of what I see Bitcoin doing in the world, it is very like intertwined. Because then I got into as I as I grew up, for whatever reason, I found myself kind of working on like political campaigning also and like building those kind of snowballs. And so that's kind of the three pillars that I'm going to like quickly kind of just weave between, which it was like watching church plants, like actual how church plants and how people organize around this idea, politics, watching how political campaigns. And when I say political campaigns, I mean like city council and like congressional, like state assembly campaigns. I mean like door knocking, phone calling, like licking envelopes, like just very meeting with people, coffee in backyards. And then Bitcoin, when I like kind of when the when the switch flipped for me on what I call like fix the money, fix the world, like when it went from, oh, Bitcoin is, is an investment to like get more dollars, went to fix the money, fix the world, like, oh, actually, like, this is truly reworking incentives of things that are broken. And it just became like a solution to problems. That's when kind of this line between what I enjoy the most about church and what I enjoy the most about politics and what I enjoy the most about Bitcoin, that's when that all got sliced through. And like the reason why I'm passionate about solutions that can help the world be better is all the way for like full circle, like because of my like faith in like Jesus and how I would explain it. So that's, that's why I enjoyed the discussion. And I like just kind of saying that because like whether you have an agnostic background or an atheist background or whatever, I just think like, I just want to explain that's why I see the parallels. The why I see the parallels because church is like looking for solutions to like, quote unquote, make the world better. Politics is looking for solutions, quote unquote, make the world better. And Bitcoin, like the movement. Sure. Because we're also going through a little bit of like a culture shock right now of like, there's, there's people that are like, oh, Bitcoin's just a software. Bitcoin is not a movement. Like Bitcoin is not a community, kind of that, all that stuff. And I'm like, Bitcoin is for sure, for sure, shorthand for a movement. Like there's no, I don't think you can really strip that out of that. Nope. So yeah, that's my perspective on that. So the reason why Bitcoin has like affected my thoughts about like politics and affected my thoughts about faith is because it is a solution. Like, and it's a solution that I can go to bat for 100% of the time. But back when I was doing political organizing, the max I could ever like fully like logically mentally go to bat for any one person that I was like working for was like 70 to 80%. And then you always had those outlier cases and those outlier things that were like fringe and not big tent and were hard to like square into a round hole. And so then same thing with the church, the church, there's two, there's loosely like two kinds of sermons that I would listen to growing up. And it was one that that was like, it could basically all be wrapped into like this world is not our home and kind of this like turning in like this world is not our home like waiting it's very i get what you're saying very like passive it's very passive Mm -hmm. and then the other one is like that i enjoyed listening to the most was very like taking ground and it would be the equivalent of like of um the kingdom of god is at hand like with this something renewal renewal is actively happening right now and just very like you you are a like <laughs> and I'm trying to shy away from like overly religious language because something that I've enjoyed about something that I've super enjoyed about Bitcoin also is watching people that are agnostic yeah. and people that grew up with faith almost begin to use the same language. That's a, that's why I can feel yeah. 
That's why I can feel something interesting happening in the world because I've been able to watch people not get tripped up over words. So I just want to say that for the audience too. Again, whatever background you're watching this from, don't get tripped over the actual, like if I, if I say things that are like Christianese or whatever, because like try to feel to the heart of it because so Tate, um, so there's two types of sermons. This world is not our home or one, the kingdom of God is at hand. You are like the Bible says you are a child of God. Like you are going to physically reign with God in the new world, in the new world. And so this one would say, oh, it's just very, so the, the turning in sermons are just very vague about the new world. The vague world is this like thing, this concept that's happening in the sky or in the future or when we die or later, it's later. This one is very like, no, it's happening right now and you are participating in it. And so my split with different Christians over the year as I've grown up is I am very type A. Like God, like God has put a type A brain in me. Like this is 1030 on a random Friday. I'm tired from the week. And like Adam asking his questions is already like getting, like I'm excited and like yelling like in my own. So I am type A and I want to see something happen in the world. I don't want to be passive. And so something that hugely frustrates me about the like, quote unquote, Christian church in America is they've lost, like they have lost the culture war. Like they have lost the ability to impact the world. It has turned in, like it has turned into itself and it's not, it's not creating an impact on the world. Um, so, so let me, let me jump in right there. Cause I, I resonate with what you're saying. First off, I grew up in an evangelical church and for people who are not familiar with evangelicalism, that's what you would consider like, you know, what would Jesus do? Christian, DC talk, you know, it's yep. not, it's not Catholic. It's not mainline yep. Protestant. It's not, um, secret friendly. It's, 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 it is. Why are you saying it's secret friendly or are you saying it's not secret friendly? I guess, um, I would say it's secret, it's secret yeah, friendly. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, so, so evangelicalism will run the gamut between what I, you know, Jerry Falwell would be considered evangelical, but also people like John Piper, John McArthur.